um, so we thought what we would do is round up this year with um, a gaming the system top 15 <laughs> gifts <laughs> for gamers for 2022. Um, so I think we'll just do this in a sort of round robin. We'll just like go and do one each and we'll just keep on going until we've done our five each. Is that okay? Cool. So cool. shall I kick off then? Um, so my, one of my uh, top gifts for gamers is a secret lab chair, gaming chair. Um, that's not what this is, but this is also excellent. Um, and I think a, get, a good gaming chair, we were just talking about the importance of posture, and I think a good gaming chair is is really, really important, especially if you're going to spend a lot of time sitting at your PC. Um, and um, it, it is really important that we look after ourselves, even if we're spending lots of time gaming, especially when we're spending lots of time gaming. So, yeah good lumbar support and you know the right height off the floor and away from the table and all of that things but there's loads out there um and they do vary dramatically in price um and um but that would be that would be one of my things but it's you know it's a very <laughs> a very um pie in the sky <laughs> gift suggestion from me alex do you want to go next okay um, one of mine is a uh, gaming headset, such as the one I'm wearing right now. Um, especially if you are the type of person who lives with a gamer and you don't want to hear what game they're playing, <laughs> you could give them some lovely headphones and then only they could hear it. Um, so that's a solution for you if you want. I mean, again, prices vary. Um, and... You know, they all have different different um, capabilities, like some have Bluetooth, some don't have Bluetooth. Um, so because you can use them apart from your away from your gaming console or computer, as it were. Um, so really, you've got to think about the the uh, the amount at which your per, your gaming person or gamer is going to use your headset, whether they'll just be using it exclusively for gaming or outside. But it's definitely a key well, not essential, but definitely a, an enhancement to a gaming experience that mm, you could mm. get, definitely. So that's one of mine. Yeah, you get better sound quality, don't you? you in do. them. So what what um, brand is your headset then? Mine's like? just a, a PS, PlayStation Gold. So I think it was with the last generation PS4, uh, but still works perfectly well with the PS5. I didn't fancy shelling out however much it was for the playstation 5 compatible ones because these work <laughs> well, fine with the ps5 um um the only thing that's missing is the well i think it does do 3d audio just not in the same level of quality as the the most recent ones but i don't know i mean i don't miss it because i haven't experienced it and i'm completely fine with that so um <laughs> You don't need to spend an absolute fortune. No, I think that's the thing, isn't it? You can get really yeah. sucked into spending hundreds <laughs> and actually, unless you're a real audiophile, um, you know, you don't always need that. I mean, this is these are Corsair and I, mm. I just like the little pattern yeah, on the top here. But actually, they're just really comfortable. Yeah. And that's the yeah, other thing, because if you're wearing them for ages, <laughs> you look I mean, too heavy. I got mine, I can't remember how many years ago it was now, but they were about £50. 
mm. which I'd say is sort of on the lower mm. end of the spectrum. I'm not quite sure, but uh, maybe. But yeah, they're definitely worth investing in if if you would like to enhance your gamers' experience. And also, like I said, it also means you don't get to hear what they're playing. <laughs> uh, yeah. you know it has its uses it has its uses so, yeah <laughs> uh right so matt what's your suggestion um have you got that picture i sent you oh yeah which one the more recent one yeah the um yeah. The, that room picture i gave you ah. yeah so my my theme thinking of um is what i have that Ooh enhances my gaming life um that i would love for everyone to be able to have as well so part one um on the wall uh there is on the far left i'll I'll do these one at a time like uh as we carry on with the round robin um a 65 inch plus tv so i had a i had a 40 inch tv for a long time and then um i i've been working a lot and i'd built up a lot of savings so i um went and got myself a 65 inch tv and i can't tell you how transformative and enhancing it is for a any kind of experience especially gaming to have this big beautiful tv and you can get them for 500 pounds now which is like you'd think just like with headphones you can spend thousands and thousands but you get one like that if you're thinking you want to treat yourself to something, building up something. That's something that you can enjoy. It enhances everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I wish everyone could have one of them. Yeah. Awesome. Right. Well, we did actually, before we got the PS5, we did actually get a new TV, and that meant that we had to change our whole sitting room around to fit in. <laughs> so I can't remember how big it was, but it's big. And... um but I mean, we hadn't since we'd moved here. So that's eleven years ago. We hadn't had a new TV, and the TV that we had got then was secondhand. So this was our first sort of proper expense, really, at that. And so we 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 had been saving up for that a long time. But I think that's sometimes quite nice. Like it's nice to, you know, when you have to wait a little bit and you save up. I think that makes it all the more delicious when you finally have it and i and it does make a a difference to the gaming experience for sure um so i would say uh that my um next suggestion would be a second controller for whichever your preferred console or gaming system is um because i think the gaming is better with more people um and this enables you to um do that um and i got gifted last christmas i got gifted a, a, a second controller for the ps5 um which is awesome um and it just means that we can 
you know, it's not a problem. It's not an argument over who gets to play. You can just find something that you both want to play. Um, but I would say I would probably also add in a charging stand or something with that because there is nothing worse than when the controllers run out of charge and you have to wait for them to charge up again because you can't sit close enough to the <laughs> to the charger and you can't. No. Anyway, um, so that would be my suggestion. Alex. Oh, sorry, you caught me mid um, <laughs> Sorry. Definitely another one, I guess. I've already mentioned this earlier in the podcast, but definitely a gaming-inspired cookbook is another one on my list because it's just so fun <laughs> and novel. <laughs> and uh, I have yet to buy one for myself, but I'm sure any attempts at recipes would be hilarious and awful, uh, <laughs> as they are in many of my attempts at recipes in the kitchen no they're not that bad but uh i like to like to think of it it's a fun challenge um and it's one that you can do with friends if you want to i guess it's a very social thing cooking i think um so you could have maybe you could have like a gaming theme party and just invite all your friends over and have fun time cooking that would be a really cool a really cool way to utilize that gift i think um yeah Gaming cookbooks, they exist. Yeah, I love this idea. (laughs) Okay, well, we're going to have to do an episode where we all cook something. We're going to have to now. (laughs) I'm already plotting it. (laughs) Okay, Matt, what's your second gift Um, idea? Very simple. Um, The console of your choice and the ability to attach it to your massive TV. (laughs) Because... Another thing you can do, I've been, um, another awesome thing about phones is that they're infinitely more powerful than any console um, sort of from 2015 earlier. So they can do their emulators for PlayStation, Mm. PlayStation 2, GameCube, Game Boy Advance, PSP, everything there's an emulator for everything um and with a smart tv you can cast your phone screen to it so you can be playing a well just looking at the emulator on the screen because you you know i don't know if you're technically allowed to play (laughs) but anything you play on your phone or on your switch um or uh well maybe those two you can get them on your tv now yeah. um so playstation xbox yeah. xbox pc console of your choice <laughs> that's why that's what i wish for everyone rather than forcing a playstation down their throat which is <laughs> what my even dark though you know that's wants. what they should get <laughs> Oh, right. Okay. So, well, Alex, you've already mentioned that it's actually on your wish list, but um, on my suggestion list is Stray. Um, uh-huh. And because um, it's just such a lovely, um, I've got a picture here. It's just oh. such a lovely game. I haven't played it. My daughter played it and she actually still talks about it and how emotionally invested she was oh. in in the the cat and and the cat's little um companion which isn't here but um it's it's so such a nice game it isn't very long there is 
puzzles in it and thinking and um but the the world is really i mean it's sort of it's all underground so it's all dark and sort of neony but um but it's a cool world it's it's cool and and all of the um sort of robots that you meet are all they all have their own personalities and they've got stuff going on and yeah it just it just had a really it they really done a really good job on it and and you know it was so nice just to drop in and watch her play and mm. and and she was so engaged with it and she finished it which is quite rare <laughs> in our house so you know I would definitely recommend it I'd recommend it to everyone who can can access it yes do <laughs> Alex uh, my next thing would be a novel or book series about your gamer's favorite gaming world there um, are plenty yeah. out there but if you know that someone absolutely loves the world in which they've been gaming and they want to experience more of that, perhaps a good way to do that would be to read a, a novel based on that gaming character or that, that world, or even one of the, the um, lesser characters or, like, side characters, because quite often books tend to focus on stories that you might not have heard for, uh, uh, within the game and kind of expand upon that. So it's just a really good way of keeping yourself immersed in that world and uh, yeah. enjoying it. So, yeah, it's definitely a good one. Have either of you heard um, seen the Dragon Age, the new yeah. Dragon Age show on Netflix? Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, yeah, there's a whole a new series. So um, I can't comment on it yet, but we will be watching it. So I will will be able to. Is it has it been released? Yeah, I think oh, so. Shit. I've seen it's been advertised all over yeah. the all over Netflix whenever I'm in Netflix. So she'll have to look it up. Mm. so yeah i think i think you're right um alex i think it's really good to have you know that those other exp- ways to explore mm. the worlds that you yeah. enjoy um yeah. me surround sound, surround <laughs> sound. get an awesome that's one of those things again um you can get a very i think they're logitech ones they're very cheap and brilliant um you don't again you don't have to spend thousands and thousands of pounds you just set them up and then set them up around you especially with playstation's new sound thing amazing new audio just you really the audio in games is so rich and nuanced Mm. and i think so much of it is missed especially the games that get it just transcendently well, part of the brilliance is that you'd never notice the the different rich elements to it. Um, and I just, I'm a massive, I love music. I love all different kinds of music. And that adds to it as well. You can just sit in the middle of the sound of whatever you're listening to or playing, and it just feels awesome i i support a um a group called viva la dirt league who do sort of gaming related um little funny short videos and stuff they do all sorts of stuff but um they recently did a piece on like 
a gamer without surround sound and and like how different they were playing one of these um first person shooter games um and they were just they just did this whole skit on how he didn't have it and then he then they were like put on your headphones and he put his headphones and got obviously got the surround sound effect from the headphones and it was like oh my gosh and he was just like kind of like lost the plot because of all the strange sounds and mad sounds that he could hear now suddenly at another level another depth to the to the experience i do think you know it's really nice especially when i played um uh resident evil the latest resident evil that was uh, that was quite scary actually to play to play that um with my headphones on because i kept constantly thinking there was somebody walking into the room and there was so sorts of stuff so yeah it's it does well worth it i think okay. one thing i've been thinking of i think about occasionally in a really good game how do they get the footsteps right How do the footsteps know when you're walking through snow, when you're walking through water, when you're walking on sand? That I I want, I want to know. (laughs) You only know, really notice that, like with a really good sound system, you go, it's going plop, 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 plop. (laughs) (laughs) It is amazing. I often thought that, that and and leaving footprints, which is my other favourite thing when people, when your characters leave footprints in the in the snow or yeah um, whatever so sort of actually on that line um i think um about there's there's a um a book called blood sweat and pixels which is Mm. the triumphant turbulent stories behind how video games are made by jason schreyer um and I think that this is a really fascinating look at, you know, the behind the scenes development of games like Dragon Age and things like that. And I think, you know, there are so many of us questions like you've just asked, Matt, you know, that we're just really fascinating to just see what what goes in to the to designing these things and to making these these games and we we've talked a lot about the sorts of things that gaming companies could do to make their games more diverse or more inclusive or to um open them up to different audiences and to challenge some of our um, modern stereotypes and i think you know it's really interesting to have a look at the thought processes that do go into making these games. Um, so that's my fourth suggestion. And um, Alex? One of mine would be some gaming artwork to put on your mm. wall, some concept art or some really cool stylized posters. I was trying to look up um, when I visited Comic-Con for the first time earlier this year. Uh, we found this really cool uh, store that was selling um these posters are all these different types of games, but they were all stylized like travel posters. I don't know if you know the type I mean. They were all like different colors. So they had like a color chart for each one. So like God of War was all sort of greens and blues, I think. Um, and it was all just like an image that you'd immediately recognize as being from that world representing that game, but in a really cool sort of artsy stylized 
illustrative kind of way. <laughs> I'm not describing it particularly well. Um, I was trying to find a link to it, but I've completely forgotten the name and I feel terrible. Um, kind of similar to, uh, if anyone knows, the Law and More posters. Um, they do a lot of movie posters, but they also do, I think, gaming posters. Um, they're quite similar, but not quite the same. But uh, they looked amazing. So maybe a nice piece of concept art or a poster of a favourite game would look amazing in a frame on somebody's wall or on somebody's desk. Definitely a really nice um, way to decorate your home if you have uh, a gamer in your home. That was a good one. Awesome. Uh, number four. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, can you put up the picture again? I can, yes. There we go. Fun fact about posture is that uh, the core element is moving, walking, moving, changing to different places um, occasionally. So, see, we've got that chair bed is what I'm thinking of would be just the best because mm-hmm. um, even if you stay sat in the perfect lumber chair um, and don't get up for hours it's not going to it's not going to be it's better than sitting with bad posture but moving around in between because your body gets used to what you do what you make it do mm-hmm. um, so you don't have to worry all the time about perfect posture um so you could with this bedroom is perfect everyone should have this you can sit in the chair then you can sit in the bed then you could sit in the chair bed and just go wild <laughs> i love that i like i like this room actually <laughs> i'm gonna work towards that <laughs> okay well my last one is um rgb anything <laughs> I love anything that's like um, colourful and bright. And, you know, the only thing that I get frustrated about is when they're RGB headphones because they usually have like RGB around this bit and you can't, you don't benefit from that because that's on your head. Um, uh, But keyboard, I've got an RGB keyboard that like um, um, ripples colours across or I can set it so that it... um, works in line with the games that I play. Oh, sorry, Matt. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you can see us. Um, so um, the, that's in line with the colours. Um, um, the the colours actually represent the game. So um, sometimes, like, if I go into, like, I'm playing and I go into, like, a fiery area, the actual keyboard changes to red or, you know, there's all different things. Like, so you can get lots of games that hook into um into these um keyboards um and yeah i just like anything that lights up like that i like the rgb um monitors and the um any fancy lighting so yeah you can get you can really get the um you can get a mouse you can get a keyboard you can get mouse mats you can get um headphone stands all of them can have rgb on them and they just make your computer, your computer space feel that little bit more special. <laughs> Alex. I think the last one on my list would be clothing or other clothing items um, that are inspired by games. So you could have a T-shirt with 
your favourite game or a quote from your favourite game on it. Like I have one that just says boy on it. Um, <laughs> and it's like the Greek omega for the O boy and the B looks a little bit like, um, not, not quite a beta, but it's pointy and it's in the same font as like the God of War logo and it's blue and, and blue. So I guess it was kind of hinting at Ragnarok before Ragnarok came, um, which was cool. Um, but there's all sorts of different things you can get. You can get socks, hats, tops, uh, anything really, even in the <laughs> um, based on gaming characters and gaming worlds. So fun items of clothing uh, where your gamer can profess their love for their game and show it publicly. <laughs> it's a conversation starter as well so it's useful in that regard find fellow gamers when you're out and about and uh yeah if people get the references on your shirts then you know you've made a friend before you've even spoken so it's a good one absolutely absolutely yeah. <laughs> matt and last the best gift would be a feminist socialist utopia <laughs> where instead of working 40 hours a week 50 weeks a year you get to follow your bliss without the economic pressure of having to work 2000 hours a, a year so that you can spend it with your family spend it gaming universal child care so that you can have plenty of time to game and oh. Just that, just that would be the ultimate gift. Oh, I think that's an excellent way to end our top 15 gifts for gamers. Um, and uh, yeah, we hope everyone has a happy and healthy um, festive period. And um, we will see you in the new year. Thank you for listening. And, oh, don't forget to subscribe and um, give us five stars and also check out our Patreon account. Yes, please. And, yeah, we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Gaming the System. If you want to support us, you can donate to us through our PayPal by sending it to wearegamingthesystem at gmail.com if you want to send us a one-off donation. If you want to donate to us monthly, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamingthesystem. Until next time, bye-bye.